Hi, I'm Ron Gilbert, and welcome to the Thimbleweed Park Weekly Stand-Up Meeting Podcast. And today I'm joined by David Fox. Hi. And Gary Winnick. Hello. Uh, what we do is every uh, every week we go over what we did last week and what we're going to do next week. And this week I think we'll start with Gary. Okay, so this week... Um, I finished up pretty much, I think I might have one left, but I finished up all the close-ups that I had on the wireframe list. And then um, also we posted the most recent uh, version of the Dolores development blog. And uh, we will be finalizing that by next week as well. Um, A lot of good feedback on that. Though it is interesting, once again, to see how many differing opinions there are. It's In this case, I think it's been a little hard to sort of hone in on that. But once again, Ron and I will decide, and we don't care what anybody else thinks, really. Let's see. Uh, next week, uh, I'll be working, hopefully, on some character renders and animation. Uh, this week, we'll be finalizing the actual final style of the backgrounds with Mark. So we will be able to then integrate our characters into that and figure out what the level of render needs to be in order to work best with that. Yeah, he's he's working on two rooms that he's taking to final, right? Is that correct? Right. That is correct. An interior and an exterior. So we can kind of get an idea of what the final rooms are going to look like. Let me see here. And then Ron and I will be doing a bunch of scheduling next week in terms of once we have a clearer idea of what everything's going to look like, we're going to actually then schedule out the rest of the entire game now for production. Yeah, scheduling's fun. Yeah. That's the fun part of game development. Yeah, I've, I've learned a lot about that from you, Ron. You're my, <laughs> my, you're my sensei, sensei when it comes to scheduling. Oh, you are so in trouble. I <laughs> know. And then um, the other thing I'm going to do is is plug a couple of personal things shamelessly. Uh, first of all, Bad Dreams, my graphic novel, is um, shipping this week into comic book stores as well as you can go on to Amazon and order a real copy for yourself. Or if you're into all this sort of digital nonsense, you can go to Comicology and the download of Bad Dreams is actually available right now on Comicology. You'd have to just download Comicology's app which I assume most of the people out there know what that is. And then finally, I will mention one other thing uh, on a personal note. Uh, anybody who's in the um, Northern California area, particularly in the Santa Cruz Bay area, I will be participating in Felton's First Friday Art Walk this evening. I do that every um, month, First Friday, in Felton at the satellite where my office is uh, on Highway 9 in Felton, California. So stop on by and uh, say hi. Uh, you know, that sounds like an actual commercial for the radio or something, you know. But <laughs> You have like a, a flashing number for people to call? Call right now. Yeah, get, credit cards, accept, you know, Visa and MasterCard accepted. Only four left. Yeah, so, <laughs> so that's about it for me. All right, David? Yeah, well, I finished up the telephone book code. This is the, the, the huge phone directory where all the names of backers and other people will be listed also can set up so you can pull a random name out of the phone book and use it as part of puzzles and actually have one of those wired in added new quickie pal rooms from mark and wired some puzzles into those found lots of bugs was able to take a look at ron's new code where when you enter a room instead of just being there stationary the character now walks a couple steps so it looks like they're actually not just statues that were there in the doorway, which looks really good. I think that's it for what I've done. 
Um, next week, uh, just continue. I have a, a list of puzzles I can now complete wiring that we have objects and rooms, and, and I can do more of that. All right, great. Uh, so last week I got the dialogue system in. I did a post talking about the file format we're using for dialogues. So I got that all working. Still haven't completely decided if we're going to do dialogues or not. I decided what I would do is I would you know, probably try to write five of them and just see how much work it really was and whether we could do this abbreviated dialogues where they weren't these really long involved trees but were much much shorter trees so I have the dialogue in for the first time you meet the sheriff and I'm putting the dialogue in right now for when you uh, meet the reporter uh, at the in the nickel and the dialogue in when you try to leave the vista and go down into the county the dialogue with the sheriff so I'm just trying this very small small little dialogue tree format and I think I think it's working okay so it's, it certainly is a lot of fun. The one where you leave the Vista is really funny. That kind of proves that they really have a place if they're used at least judiciously. Yeah. Maybe maybe don't use them every single place there's an interaction, but it also really captured the character of the sheriff and uh, much more than you could buy a couple comments the sheriff would, would make. Yeah, I think from the comments that I saw on the on the blog, that was one of the things that people were saying was, was you don't have to do these full, super deep conversations. You could do these very shallow conversations with people and that that would feel good. And I think that's right. I, I think the dialogue on the Vista with the sheriff is a good, good example of that because that's not a very deep dialogue tree, but it's, yeah. it's still fun. Yeah, so if the purpose is more to portray information and maybe give, give, a, give a couple hints or something, um, as opposed to working your way into find an answer that you're going to need for later on as a puzzle that you're solving, then I think they're much less tedious and, and I think it really works. It goes a long way to, you know, help uh, define the personality of characters as well. Yeah, and I don't I don't think the dialogue puzzles should be about going down deep and getting information. My dog is making noise. Your, 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 your new dog, <laughs> my, my new, Ray. My new dog, my new dog is making noise. Hello there. She wants out. Okay, uh, let's see. And so I did that. That was a big thing I did uh, last week. Um, I did the walk thing that David was talking about where characters, when they first appear in the room, they take just, but it's like a 10 pixel step forward. And I, I, that, as David said, that really helps because it, it helps inform that continuity of motion that they were moving from one place into this place and you can see them. So I think, I think that worked out really well. So next week uh, I'm going to just work on the dialogue stuff. I'm going to try to do as many dialogues as I can and try to get a big sense of the amount of work that's needed. And it's, it's nice when the dialogues are going in, you're really starting to see the story of the game develop where we hadn't really seen that before. You know, we've seen puzzles come together and the rooms come together, but now we're seeing the story all come together. And I think, I think that's neat. Yeah. From Ron's head to a screen near you. And then uh, as Gary said, we're going to do a bunch of scheduling. Um, you know, Mark is taking a couple of rooms to final. Part of that process is, is just completely locking down. Okay. This is the style of our final rooms. And the other part of that is, you know, so Mark can get a better understanding of how long it takes him to actually bring the rooms to final. And then once we have that, we'll just, we'll go through and we'll schedule every room in the game 
and also every animation that we need to do in the game. And then I guess figure out how screwed we are. Yeah. We're not going to have enough time. Yeah. That's what I'm I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure it'll be fine because Ron's responsible for the scheduling and he knows what he's doing. Yeah. I just, I just keep cutting it's going to be, it's going to be a five room adventure game with three characters. What was that uh, exercise you had us do where we had to list rooms we cut? Um, I had a hard time coming up with with as many as you wanted. Yeah, we have we have about a hundred walkable rooms in the game, which is which is quite a few. Monkey Island, I think, had I think it was in the high eighties, and we have over a hundred. So, you know, I just sent an email to you and Gary that just said, "Pick fifteen rooms we're going to cut," and I just wanted to see, you know, do we have cruft? You know, was there this common set of rooms that both you and Gary would cut? And I haven't done my list yet. I haven't read yours because I don't want to read your list until I've done my list. But I want to do my list. And then we should look at those and see if there is, you know, five rooms that every single one of us said we should cut. And if that's the case, then we really should. Yeah, I mean, I I did write actually 17 rooms we could cut, but I cried the entire time. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard. Cutting is hard. You know, it's like every every single thing you think is absolutely important and critical. But once you cut it and time has has gone by, you kind of go, yeah, we really didn't need that anyway. I I couldn't get to to 15. I think I did 11. 11? Yeah. And and by the time I got to the end, I was starting to to cry also. (laughs) I couldn't work through the crying. I, I had a question I wanted to ask about the um, close-up of a the bulletin board. Yeah. And this one, Gary did as a full screen, but it seems like there needs to be some interaction with it. And wondering whether we need the verb interface. What's the interaction that needs to happen on that? You're, on the bulletin you're board? looking at stuff that's there. You're picking up at least one thing and you're putting something else on it. Oh. It seems like that to to do it without the interface it's going to be awkward because you really won't know what you're trying to do when you're clicking on stuff you just have your cursor turn into a little hand when it's something you can pick up like like on a mac or something yeah but you also in this particular case you have to pull something off the bulletin board and then you have to put something back on the bulletin board right. and we yep. don't i mean i suppose we could do the the put in the far view you know where you can use you know, say use with you know use blank with bulletin board to put it on the bulletin board. I thought that I thought of that. It just it felt awkward. Yeah, that you're kind of switching it UIs about how to interact with it. Yeah, that's a good point. I guess we should look at that and and see. Uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I'm sure the bulletin board can be done. You know, in in that you know that long skinny format that fits the room with the verbs. But I think it might look a little weird. I would I would just bring it in on the edges so it still keeps more of a you know, so it's not so long and narrow. Mm-hmm. I, I think you. I think we have. Do we have any other rooms that are close-ups that are, that the UI is still there? We might not, but this one, I think you need it. Yeah, yeah. we don't. All of other close-ups are things like the telephones and things you simply look at. Um, we do have the map. There is the overhead map where you're walking around the county. But, you know, in that case, you're really just clicking on places, you know, like the Monkey Island maps where you're just clicking on it to walk yeah. around. Yeah, the biggest problem is having to put something down. I'm thinking about it because even on you know on the books and things, we have little dog-eared corners you can just turn, which is kind of a natural way to do it. But there's not a way to actually put something down onto right. a, a close-up. Right, picking up and putting down. All right, we're cutting the bulletin board. Oh, okay. Everybody agreed. Uh, not cutting. Just um, <laughs> <laughs> David wants to modify. Ron goes to cut. All right, cut, cut, cut. Let's cut half of it. <laughs> 
the bottom half. All right. Is that it? Uh, Uh, Feels like it. Okay. Well, I will talk to you guys later. And next week, we will have Mark Ferrari on. Did you check that with Mark yet? No. No, oh. we should probably ask him whether he Yeah, wants to because, be you know, he could be off doing whatever Mark does. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Okay, see you guys around. Okay. okay. Bye. Bye-bye.